Well, praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to welcome you right now to the International Deliverance Ministries radio broadcast and podcast. My name is Evangelist Sean Benito. Praise God. Amen. And we, right now, we want to come before you and uplift the name that is above every name, the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. And also, International Voice of Deliverance Radio, 24 hours of uncompromised Christian radio. Praise the Lord. Amen. At this time, amen, I have my son with me, Isaac Benito. Praise the Lord. Are you there, son? Yes, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So my son, Isaac Benito, is here. Amen. And we're going to both uh, be talking about the issue of the media. Amen. And the deception that many in the church world are giving to the young people of our generation. They're talking about right now how the young people can go ahead and watch the movies uh, and still, you know, go ahead and tattoo their bodies, go ahead and just love the world and still at the same time love the Lord Jesus Christ. Can that be possible? No. Okay. Well, give, give <laughs> elaborate for us. Amen. Give us the reason why. Why is that? Why, 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 are, why are the preachers uh, in this generation, telling the young people, Isaac, why are they telling them right now that they can go ahead and, you know, watch the Avengers and go ahead and watch different programs, play, you know, and they're, they're supportive of these things. Why is that? Well, it's because they want, they want people to, they want to be relevant. They want to draw numbers into the church. That's, they think that's their method of doing it. It actually does more harm than good, you know, but it's like, the prophets in uh, Israel, right. in ancient Israel, they would they they gave the people what they wanted, so to speak. Like Aaron, he made he gave the people what they wanted, the mm. golden calf. That's yes. what a lot of pastors are doing today. You know, just give give the youth what they want. They don't have to sacrifice anything. They don't have to deny anything for the sake of Christ. Mm. They can just live the same way that they lived before, and right. because that will make them that will essentially make, uh, in their view, more people in the church. That will make them more popular, more famous. So it's all self-willed. It's all self-seeking, trying to please men. That's really the bottom line of what, for the most part, what this is, you know, all about. Right. So exactly. It's, 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 a, it's not a denial of self, is it? No. It's not a denial of self. So Jesus says to deny yourself. And make you quote that scripture for us. Amen. Deny yourself. Uh, yeah. Jesus said, uh, Matthew chapter 10, he said, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take Amen. up his cross, and follow me. Praise God. Amen. That's right. Deny yourself. Isn't deny self-denial is one of the things today that many people do not want to do. Is that right? Yeah. Right. They don't want to deny themselves. They want to indulge themselves rather than deny themselves. But what true Christianity tells us is that we have to what? Deny ourselves. Amen. Yeah. Right. So the Bible tells us to deny yourself. So Jesus says if we don't deny ourselves, can we be his disciple? No. Right. So we can't be his disciple if we don't deny ourselves. And so one of the things that I find that, of course, well, let me let me ask you this question. What is, you know, uh, you know, is is loving the movies or preaching against the movies? Rather, is that in just an old time religion? You know what we did in the past, a, a pharisaical fundamental thing that people used to talk about in the past, but it's not, you know, based upon true Christianity and that we should uh, now, uh, you know, throw that uh old time religion outside the door and just do what we want is is that is that what it is about the movies about the, the media no because you know the the scripture talks about not loving the world and even when you read uh you know we don't go yeah. by early church history but when you read uh many writings of the early church fathers and such right one thing that you find is is they would always write about christians and they would say fake christians are the ones who go to the gladiator fights fake christians are the ones who go to 
you know, the theater, because they had the right. theater back then, you know, plays and right. such, which would usually be in honor to Roman gods and s- things yeah. like that. And they, they condemn Christians who went to watch those things because why is it? What mm-hmm. What's the reason? Do we just say don't go to the movies because right. because they're not Christian? No, the reason why we say it is because they're sinful. The things that are in the movies, people say, well, why not? What's the point? Why can't I go? The, because the right. things that are in the movies are sinful. It's not just some arbitrary you know, just don't do it because we said so. It's right. there's a reason because the things that are in movies, violence, witchcraft, uh, yes, you know, yes. all kinds of sexual immorality, all that's that right. stuff. That's Amen. what's in there. That's why we shouldn't go. Amen. That's right. Um, you just mentioned. I like that. It is is violence. Um, you know, perversion, swearing, cursing. blaspheming. Yep. Amen. That's right. Swearing, blaspheming. Amen. And so, one of the things that we have to look at is why does. Why does the Bible tell us not to love the world? Well, it's three things, right? The lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and what's the other one? The pride of life. Pride of life. Amen. And so all these things, they, they are found within the, the, the media of today, right? Yes. So, so you go to the movies, and, and what is in there? There's cursing, right? There's swearing, okay? There's sexual perversion, right? Women dressed half naked, you know, in a provocative way, right? And this is, this is p- promoting the flesh, is it not? Of course. Now, now, is the name of Jesus Christ, uh, is, is the name of Christ uh, blasphemy in the movies? Oh, yeah, of course. That's right. You know, the name of Christ is blasphemy in the movies, right? And so that, that in and of itself is, you know, <laughs> I mean, is, is reason enough for us not to watch it. Is it not? Yeah, of course. That's right. What about the occult? Is the occult in the movies? Oh, yeah. Okay, how so? Well, uh you know, just different movies. They make light of it as if right. it's like an action-packed, cool thing, you know. <laughs> and it makes kids exactly. want superpowers. Now, you know, some people would say, right. th- the thing is with this, you know, not just movies, but, you know, video games, comics, yes. whatever it is. That's right. The thing is, people try to rationalize it by saying, oh, if I, for example, if I play a violent video game, I'm not going to become a murderer, right? And right. that's true. Right. The vast majority of people who play violent video games don't become murderers. So... The reason why you shouldn't play violent video games or watch these things isn't because, oh, you're going to become a school shooter if you play these things. That's not the reason. The reason why is because it's something that God hates. You know, in the book of Psalms, it says uh, he the wicked and him that loveth violence, his soul hateth. God's soul hateth. So the reason why these things are bad isn't necessarily because you might end up doing them, which is a reason, too. But that's not the primary reason, because most people don't end up doing those things that they, you know, like violence. They, most people yes. who play violent video games don't end up doing violent acts. So the main reason, the primary reason is because you're entertaining yourself with something that God hates. That's I mean, right. what greater disrespect could there be to God? Exactly. Your God says, I hate this. Yes. And Amen. you're entertaining yourself with something he says he hates. I mean, that's right. That's that's like the ultimate diss to God himself. You know? Amen. So that's right. So you're, yeah, that's a per- you said it perfectly. I mean, you're, you're, you're loving that which God hates. And in Psalm, you know, Psalm 97 and I believe it's verse number 10. The Bible says, ye that love the Lord. Amen. Now it's, it's talking about those who claim to love the Lord Jesus Christ and who claim to serve him. It says, ye that love the Lord. What are we to do? The Bible says we are to hate evil. Amen. Amen. So we are to, you know, we are to hate uh, evil. We're not to love it. Mm. And we're to, dis- we're to turn from it. We're to despise it. So what would be one of the reasons why? Because a lot of pastors today are saying to the kids, okay, we're going to go to the youth group. We're going to go and we're going to go to the movie theater and we're going to wa- you know, watch a movie this weekend as part of our youth activity, our, our youth event. And they go to the movie theater. Why do you think that these preachers are doing that, knowing that 
what the films, what the movies produce, what the, what the movies are promoting is directly evil against Christ, is an abomination in the sight of God. But yet the pastors, youth pastors, and even the senior pastors, all of them are, and parents and so forth are supporting this thing. Why is it, do you think? Well, you know, you know, there, it's, it's uh, I don't know, it's, it's, really, it's really crazy because even, I mean, the fact that you're going to do this is, is, is yeah. you know, just appalling in of itself. That's that right. this is, they're taking these people, you know, even if it was, even if it was just like some random movie that didn't have all this sinful stuff, you know, it wouldn't be so bad. But they're yeah. taking, a bit, but this is the thing, nobody's even fizzed by this stuff anymore in the normal church, in the, in the so-called church world. People, they, they just go to this stuff, worldly movies that have all kinds of sinfulness, and they don't even care, you know. And the reason why, like we said earlier, is probably because they want to be uh, relevant and, you know, hip and right. cool and all this stuff. Yes. And also because also a great reason for it is shallowness, because even you look at so many youth groups today, mm. what are they doing? All the crafts and the activities, the snacks, they love emphasizing how much food they have. They right. talk about all the games they have. That's what they do. That's that. Th- and there's like five minutes of the teaching of the word of God. And that which is taught is inspirational fluff. It's just, you know, shallow, you know, man centered moral lessons, not the gospel. You know, that's right. the thing. And right. so I- it's just so messed up. The reason why is they just th- they want to be accepted by the world and more mm-hmm. popular and whatnot. So, That's yeah, right. it's, r- it's really messed up. Well, amen. It's exactly right. They, they, they want to be, um, you know, accepted by the world. They, they want to have numbers in the church, right? Um, because let's face it, if you have a youth group with just two people in it, it doesn't, it doesn't look very successful in the eyes of man, does it? No. Right. So you want to have that appearance of success. You want to have the numbers, but but the question is, are they caring about souls? Are they caring about souls? Amen. Um, and the and the answer to that is no. They're not caring about souls, right? They're not concerned about whether this individual is truly going to make it to heaven. They're concerned about their ministry, uh, how it appears to man, how many people they can get into their their uh, their church or their ministry, and they're not concerned unfortunately with the eternal soul of the individuals that they are supposed to minister to mm. in other words they're not they're not telling them to to flee from the wrath that is to come like john the baptist amen told amen the the people at that time amen to turn from their sin amen yeah. and to make sure that they uh bring forth fruit meet for repentance and that's what for everything they don't want to do because if they were to do that most of these young people wouldn't even come to the youth group would they no. Unfortunately, most of them wouldn't come because it's not cool. It's not hip. So they try to gimmick them with some kind of activity that would try to uh, encourage them to attend the church, to attend the, the, the youth group. And if they have something that whereby, you know, they can go to the movies or we can talk to people so we don't look like oddballs and crazy uh, fanatics uh, so that we can look like we're a part of the community, that we can be accepted by everybody else and love these perverse movies even though it's an abomination in the sight of God. Right. right. And just just think about that. There's no there's no peculiarity. There you look at them, what is it that separates them from the world? Right. What is it? Somebody tell me. What yeah. is it that se- they love they always love saying this, you know, this little That's phrase. Right. They always say Christianity is countercultural, right? That's what yes. they always say. They love saying this. I don't know, it's like some, you know, new hip phrase or something in the right. like new e- neo-evangelical movement or something. But what d- what does that even mean? How yes. is it countercultural if right. you're doing everything that the culture is still doing? 
Mm-hmm. How is your Christianity countercultural if I can't find a single distinctive factor between you and the world? How is that countercultural? It's That's just right. It's just a cliche. They have no, There's nothing in their life besides maybe going to a building every Sunday yes. that points out anything different from them in the world. There, that's there's right. Nothing. And that's truly a sad thing, isn't it? That's it, truly it sad. Is. It is. You're absolutely right. There's no distinction, amen, between them and the world. There's no separation. There is no um, rec- identification to, to determine whether that individual is truly a Christian apart from the unbeliever, right? right? And, and the reason for that is because both are really um, unbelievers because if you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you and you're really lost, aren't you? Mm-hmm. You're not really a Christian. And you're not, a, you're not, not really a Christian. You're not a Christian. Um, and I didn't say it. The Bible says that, right? If we love the world, the love of the Father is not inside of us. And the Bible says in that same uh, book, First John uh, chapter 1 and verse number 6, it says, if we say that we know him and walk in darkness, we lie, right? And we do not the truth because God is light, right? And so if God is light in him, there's what? No darkness. No darkness at all. Continues to say no darkness at all. And so if we are to, to try to um, accommodate portions of darkness, the Bible says that's not true religion, right? Mm. That's not true faith in Christ. That's not truly trusting the lord as your savior and as your lord if we still have spots of the world if we still love the world amen and therefore we our religion is vain our, our faith in christ that we that we proclaim is really in vain because we're not truly surrendered to him we're not truly dedicated to him we've created our own our own false christianity by uh a com- by trying to bring jesus into our schedule into our program instead of us amen coming into his wonderful light and salvation by turning away from all of our sin and our darkness and our mess and our perversion. So that's, that's exactly what the movies portray. And like you mentioned before, the video games. Amen. Like mention some of these video games that, that are being played today. Well, I mean, you know, uh, Grand Theft Auto, you know, right. it's not as famous as it used to be, but some people still play it. Uh, different games, you know, Yes. I don't really yes. know that many. Well, that's good. Games. I'm glad you don't. I mean, Fortnite. <laughs> that's good. Fortnite's that's not that bad. Hallelujah. That's a good thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But you know, that's what I mean. Like these these video games are being justified by you know many today thinking that you know I even heard the president uh, President Trump say that some of these video games are were causing uh, he thought would would be a part of the cause of people killing each other and so forth. And maybe so. It's, it is desensitizing young people to murder, right? and to killing and so forth. Of course, it's not the only uh, single factor by any means that makes someone do that. We know that many people watch these things and they don't go and kill somebody, but it certainly is not, is not a help, is it not? Yeah. Right? And so these video games, amen, are produced by Satan. Not, of course, not every single one that's out there. There's some, like you can play a good game of basketball or baseball or something like that, right? On the video, but we're talking about things that are contrary to the clearly contrary to the word of God. That have the occult in them, that have perversion in them, that have all kinds of sin and abomination in them. We are commanded not to partake of those things. Amen. Amen. The Bible says, "Having no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them." Amen. Amen. And so that's what we're to do. And unfortunately, we find these young people involved in these kind of video games that you just mentioned, with the occult in it. With, with all kinds of perversion in it and sin and abomination, killing, and the list goes on. And, and as a Christian, should we, should we play those things? No. No. 
And because, as we just mentioned before, this obvious reason is because they are a violation of God's word. They promote all those filthy things. And so we cannot be called a Christian. We cannot be called a Christian and at the same time partake in the very things that are contrary to the gospel. Amen. Amen. Right. We cannot do that. Now, what about some of these cartoons that these kids, are, these, these uh, youth are watching today? <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know that much about cartoons, but I know, I know some of them, you know, are incorporating more homosexuality and stuff into them. That's right. Now, we just did a, uh, you know, we just finished a, uh, a documentary uh, called Evil Eye. You can watch it on YouTube, amen. It's called Evil Eye, amen. About these, about the media, and about how the devil is being is using the media to deceive multitudes and bring them to hell. And in the documentary, we talk about uh, you know about the Cartoon Network, I believe it's called, and how they're promoting homosexuality. My Little Pony uh, is promoting homosexuality, lesbianism, and so forth. Uh, Arthur showed two uh, characters on ma- male characters on Arthur get married, promoting same-sex marriage, promoting the, the sin of homosexuality and so forth. Amen. And so you're absolutely right. All the, these cartoons are promoting and, and, and uh, encouraging young people to engage in practices in sin in the lust of the flesh and all these different perversions that will damn them to souls to hell. That, that encourages the sin of homosexuality and that will make them, uh, you know, hopefully that would th- th- their goal is to try to encourage them in that sin if they think about it or desire it and to promote it. Even transgenderism, the sin, of, the sin of transgenderism is being promoted by these cartoons. And the list goes on, does it not? Right. So these are the things that we are, we are commanded as preachers, as Christians, to, to make sure that, that the youth of our generation knows the gospel, knows what's right, because Satan is using these things to damn multitudes to hell, to damn multitudes. So the question is, if we know these things, why aren't these things being taught and being preached in the majority of youth groups today? What do you think? Well, pretty much all centers back to the same thing. They, they, don't, they don't want to turn people away pretty much because they want uh, more numbers. Pretty much. Well, that's right. And they, yeah, that's right. They, they 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 are not concerned really about the youth. Right. Yeah. They're not concerned about their soul. They're not they're not concerned about um, whether or not they make it to heaven. Mm. Right. They're not. Because if they were, they would tell them this. Even if every single last one left their church. Amen. Even if every single last uh, youth would leave their church, leave their their youth group, they would still tell them what's right if they cared about them, right? Exactly. They still care. Here's the thing. It's, uh, wait, do you have the Bible there? For yeah, amen. Thanks. Thanks. Um, Praise the Lord. You know, something interesting to, to uh, something interesting in the book of Isaiah, I think it was Isaiah amen. chapter 21. Yes, amen. Let me see. Uh, yeah, praise the Lord. Yeah. Isaiah chapter 21, okay? So, in this chapter, Isaiah was uh, prophesying against Babylon. Yes. And Isaiah 21, verse 3, he says, Therefore are my loins filled with pain. Pangs have taken hold upon me as the pangs of a woman that travaileth. Right. I was bowed down at the hearing of it. I was dismayed at the seeing of it. My heart panted. Fearfulness affrighted me. The night of my pleasure hath he turned into fear unto me. So I want, I want to comment on something because, you know, one thing with the church 
with the w- what's happening now, a disturbing trend like cancer running through the body of Christ is that yes. we can look at it and we can think, you know, we we our our immediate reactions to lash out in anger at what's happening and sh- and rightfully so, you know, because what's happening, we should be like Jesus overturning the tables yes. metaphorically speaking because what's happening is so horrific. But also yes. another important reaction we need to have is is Isaiah, uh, what Isaiah had here because mm-hmm. he was prophesying against these nations, but when you read um Isaiah chapter 13 through believe it was through 28 he talks right, about right. all the different nations but as he talks about them he unleashes and talks about god's fury on them and then there's almost every time there's this little break where he describes his reaction and here mm-hmm. he says my lords are filled with pain and he says i was dismayed at the seeing of it so he was yes. saying he's dismayed at the seeing of what's happening and right. our reaction should also should be anger preaching against it but we should also be as isaiah dismayed at the seeing mm-hmm. of this because what's happening is not just something to look at all these people and be mad at them. Be- these are people in the churches right. being so misled. They're misled. Yes, these teens, amen. these kids, they don't know they don't know what's going on. They they don't know how are they going to know unless they, you know, really read the word. They're not being encouraged to really read the Bible. Mm. You know, they're only being encouraged to read like inspirational verses that are usually taken out of context and whatnot anyway. So the thing is we should really feel sorrowful for these yes, people, pray for these God. people and not just look at them as in anger and stuff, which should be a reaction as well. But also, as Jesus said, as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Because it's a sad situation that That's so right. many people are still in darkness and, and like this. You know what I'm saying? So amen, amen. Good point. Yes, we definitely need to have a burden for, for their souls. Right. Amen. And, and compassion. And I guess they, where, the, where we should point the anger would be mainly... And and we of course we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, right? Yes. But against principalities and powers and rulers of darkness, amen, and so forth. But, uh, spiritual weakness in high places, as the Bible says in Ephesians chapter six. But the 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 anger would be that that you know that we're to be angry about the the false teaching that's that's damning the souls to hell, right? And and also it would mainly be pointed at the at the leadership, I would think. Because that's what God, amen, as you read Isaiah there and the other chapter of the other uh, prophets of the Old Testament and so forth. And one of the where the main um, rebuke that God gave to the prophets was for the leadership. Right. The prophets the, 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 and the, the pastors and the, the leaders that were leading the people astray. Amen. As you made a good point, the young people don't know. Uh, a lot of times, the left hand from the right hand, in the sense, in this, of course, they know what the left hand or right hand is, yeah. <laughs> obviously. But um, what I mean by that is they don't understand sometimes, you know, what the scriptures teach, unless they unless they really dive into the word and pray and say, Lord, you know, what I'm being taught is contrary to your word, and God would speak to them as He did to myself and yourself and others. And there are, thank God, young people out there that do not believe this rubbish. Amen. Yeah. That are godly young people that serve the Lord, that fear God, that live holy, that walk in the spirit, that are not a part of this false, perverse church world, and that are evangelizing and are, are living living a life pleasing to the Lord, that are not uh, going after the, the secular music. That's not They're not going after the uh, ungodly secular music of this world or the so-called Christian rock and roll or Christ, so-called Christian hip-hop and everything else. They're, they're, they're leaving that mess behind. But the problem is is the youth that are being deceived, the majority of them by their youth pastors, by their pastors that are telling them that these things are okay. And, the, and one of the reasons why, let me just in, interject this real quick. One of the reasons why that they're being led astray so far into this thing is because of the example that they're seeing. Their youth pastor and their pastor, amen, and their, their parents, right, and other adults that are claiming to be saved are loving the world themselves. 
They're going after the world. They're loving the movies. They're going after the movies. They're watching these pro perverse programs uh, on the television program, on, on the television. Amen? And all this mess, like, uh, what's that one called? It was called, uh, it was a big thing that it was on HBO. It was called uh, uh, Game, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, right. And, and one man on the Game of Thrones, he even said himself, he said, look, Game of Thrones, he said, one of the actors, says, it reminds him of, of 1970s pornography. And, and you got people claiming to be saved, watching that filth and that rubbish from the pit of hell. And this is why we, what we're upset with is that how can a leader that claims to know the Lord Jesus Christ, who is light, promote such perversion and defend it? And this is what we're trying to say. Amen? Amen. Yeah. How come they do that? It's, 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 it's an abomination. It's a disgrace. Hey Amen. What, what, what would you like to say? What else would you like to say about this, this, this situation? I think uh, ba basically what people are trying to do now, they want the benefits of eternal life. Right. But they want it at the least cost possible. You know That's what right. I mean? That's right. Like even in school, we were learning about how companies, what they want. They want to manufacture their products and get the most money, mm. but they want to make it at the lowest the, the cheapest cost possible right. so they sacrifice ethical uh, practices that like and th so they do child labor and stuff to get the cheapest price so that they can get the most profit I think that's what Christians so-called Christians today are trying to do too they want the highest profit yeah. which is eternal life at that's the right. cheapest cost so that's they right. will they want it they want eternal life but they don't want to sacrifice anything to get it Jesus had strived to enter in at the straight gate and, you Amen. know people always use the cover of oh that's works and stuff. But, I mean, right. literally in the book of Romans chapter 6, Paul says, shall we, s shall we sin because we are not under law but under grace? God forbid. So he, he foresaw that people were going to take this uh, doctrine not by works and misuse it. And yes. pe that's exactly that's right. what people Good do point. today. Amen. And to be honest yes. with the whole relevant movement, everybody's saying, oh, yeah, let's be relevant and all this stuff. To be honest with you, it's, it's actually it doesn't. People think that it's going to, oh, yeah, it's going to bring all the youth in the church and stuff. But as a matter of fact, I can tell you that it's going to backfire at, at some point. Mm -hmm. Because when I hear kids at school, when they right. hear about all this stuff, it's an object of ridicule. Because mm -hmm. they think young people are just stupid. They can just bait them in, hook them in, and draw them in. Young people see through this. They, it's an object of ri ridicule because they see, oh, what the churches and stuff want is just our money to draw us in. So they're employing all these methods and means and all right. this stuff. It, it doesn't do anything. And as a matter of mm. fact, I think it's actually, right, it it's, it's, it's not really in all, th they go there for the hype and all this stuff. There's no fruit in the people's lives in the vast yes. majority. I shouldn't say in the people, cause obviously we don't know everybody there, but in the vast majority of their lives, that's, that's a fact. Right. That's right. And in reality, it's, it's not doing anything to help Christianity. And so here's something to think about. Mm. We more than any point in Christian history, yeah. we are more quote unquote relevant and advanced with our modern methods right. than we've ever been. Right. And yet we have higher uh, amounts of people leaving the church than we've ever had. So right. think about this. So both at the same time, we have, we're have we more advanced and more relevant than ever. And yet we have more people falling away than ever. So clearly the relevant movement is, is doing nothing, Absolute to, nothing to even Good help point. help the right. situation. It's all a facade. It's just it I, uh, you know icing or as the prophet Isaiah said, daubing on the wall, even though the wall is about to crumble down. That's basically mm. what it is. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Good word. You're absolutely right, Isaac, um, my son. I mean, you know, that's, a, that's, a, that's the problem, you know, is that they, they believe that they're doing something great, that they, by being relevant, that they're actually uh, able to reach the young people of our age, right? Let's be relevant. But we have to look at what's happening. 
Who's really converting who? The world has converted them, has converted the church world, has made them believe that now, oh, we're we're converting the young people, but, but the youth culture has converted them. Yeah. The sinful youth culture of this world has converted many in the church world and has deceived them. That's the, that was the avenue and the tool by which Satan has used to deceive multitudes. Amen? Amen. And so what we're seeing right now is we're seeing multitudes being deceived by this very thing, right? Yes. And embracing this false religion. Of, of the world and believing it's, and, and they rebrand it as Christianity when in fact is really Satanism. It's not of God because Satanism is to do as thou wilt should be the whole of the law, right? Mm-hmm. To do whatever you want to do, live the li- what life you want to live. And that's the essence of Satanism. So therefore, if you don't go, though, if you want to walk in darkness, the Bible says, he that sinneth is of the devil. That means if we desire sin, if we go after sin, if we love sin, if we continue in sin, and if we justify sin what does this mean it means that we're not of god it means we are of satan right and so the essence of what what has happened here is these young people are believing that they've come to the lord and of course as you mentioned we don't we don't we have no right and no um authority to to mention to say that every single person um you know uh, in these churches, are youth are not saved. God forbid. We don't know everybody's heart, and we're some some people who who are rejecting this mess and are saved. But the majority, by their fruit, the Bible says, "You shall know them," as you mentioned, that they're loving the world. If they love the world, they are not saved according to the definition of Holy Scripture. Not you or me, right? Yeah. They don't know God. If they love the movies, if they go to the movies, if they love these ungodly video games, if they love these ungodly cartoons, if they love the curse, if they love the swear, if they love their, if they love to vape and to smoke and to drink and to um, look at all this pornography and all this mess, if they love that, do they love God? Are they saved? No. No. Are they a Christian? No. They're not a Christian. No, by my definition or by God's? God's definition. Give me a scripture that says that. It says Second Timothy chapter two says that everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Hallelujah. There's nothing, there's nothing more all encompassing than Praise that verse. God. It says everyone that names the name of Christ. Some people think, well, this guy's more Christian than I am. You know, he's more holy than I am. But we're both saved, and he doesn't sin. But I, I sin a little more than he does. That's not what it says. It says let Amen, everyone brother. that names the name of Christ Hallelujah. depart from iniquity. Iniquity, fancy word for sin. So it's saying everybody who names the name of Christ, everybody who yes. says they're a Christian, says I love and follow Christ, depart from iniquity, That's leave right. it, everybody. It's so all-encompassing. That's, That's the right. verse. And That's right. Yeah. That's right. We are to leave iniquity. And the Bible says in Ephesians chapter number 5 that let it not be named once among you as become a saint regards to sin, right? So that means we are to turn from sin, amen? And if we fall into sin, anyone can fall into sin, isn't that right? Yeah. Amen? Any one of us can fall into sin, of course. and and know that, but but we don't live in sin. And if we do, the Bible says we have an advocate with the Father. We can repent and get right with God. But as a Christian, that that's not that is not our testimony. No. The Bible says these things are written that you sin not, and we can walk in the Spirit of God and not walk in sin. Isn't that right? Right. But with God's help and God's power, we can walk in after the Spirit and not after the flesh. And I think that the false teaching of today is that, that, no, you have no choice but to continue in sin. You have no choice. You're human. That's the way it is. I'm not perfect. And it's a justification to go ahead and love the world and love sin, is it not? 
Exactly, yeah. It is. And while the, the teaching and admonition of Holy Scripture over and over again talks about living holy, living wa- right, walking in the spirit, amen, being separate from sin, being separate from darkness, walking in the light over and over and over again in the word of God. And yet we have people trying to tell us that, no, young people can't live that way. It's not right. What about young Timothy? What about the Holy Ghost through the Apostle Paul to young Timothy as we close? What flee, he said. flee youthful lust. Amen. To flee youthful lust, all right? Amen. And that to be an example, right? To right. the believers. And to, and to follow righteousness, peace, charity, all those things. Amen. To follow that. Exactly. But are they told are they told today to really follow that? No. No. E- even though they may have a sermon, oh, we need to follow after God and love God and serve God. And sometimes they talk like that, right? Some, uh, that's where the that's where the deception I think comes in a lot of times, right? Exactly. Because it's all they get a, they have a youth convention or a youth meeting or something like that, and they have the preacher or the special speaker that will come into some kind of one of these um, you know, uh I guess these rock and roll, so-called youth, youth Christian rock and roll concerts or whatever, uh, like the YSC or Rock the River or Choir of the Fire back in the days. I don't even know what they have now. They have all kinds of different names of them now, I guess. But but they have these, and these special speakers will come and say, oh, we need to your, your earn, uh, lust after God and serve God and, and walk after him and live for the Lord. But yet they're still, but they're still justifying sin, right? Justifying movies, it's still justifying, you know, the secular uh, music, right? right? Yeah, and and all these things, and and they're and you know, and and they're not telling the young people to turn away from youthful lusts, as you just mentioned, yeah, right? They're not telling them to stop going to the theater. I mean, there might be a, a preacher that will come on there every now and again. You know, I've heard, I've heard of one preacher that was invited to a youth group, a youth meeting, amen, and he did preach the word. I mean, you have that; that does happen. Right, yeah, but I've seen that as well. Yeah, amen, and that does happen. And God may bring a man of God there that would preach them that doesn't support their mess for some reason god uh, allows them to go then i believe that that may happen because god cares about the youth yeah. obviously he wants them to hear the truth amen that rip down those posters that you have of of, of uh, jay-z and beyonce and all that mess and taylor swift and kanye west and everything and now we got ba- justin bieber coming out and, and doing worship what do you think about what, what is yeah, the it's, it's, about just unbe- it's unbelievable and you got christians saying oh justin bieber look what justin bieber is doing isn't this marvelous he's leading them in worship well i mean i mean <laughs> of course if justin bieber was truly saved that would be a wonderful thing amen if he was right with god but he's justin bieber hasn't turned away from his ungodly music yeah from his ungodly living i, I don't see him that he's repented same with kanye west pretty much that's same right thing. same thing now kanye west says he he no longer wants to sing secular music right but i don't see him actually you know uh recanting the music that he performed yeah. No, I I, I don't or, say or I, truly being saved in general. Right? Amen. I'm sorry. I'm truly being saved in general. Now we know he's, uh, you know, uh, you know, he, uh, from what I understand, he he doesn't he's not preaching against homosexuality or nothing like that. The sin of homosexuality um, is is uh, uh, one of the f- one of the members that, that he's with. Uh, I guess he married Kim Kardashian, and uh, I have to look I, from what I, from what I understand, that marriage may not even be a legitimate marriage. It may be divorced and remarried to her she was married two times before and i don't know if those the, the which which marriage um and we don't know if, if her first marriage that she was married to a man who was married before uh or all those kind of things you got to work out to see whether whether her f- previous marriages were even legitimate mm. but anyway the bottom line is is that is that uh, there is it doesn't seem that there's any true repentance of sin and righteousness right uh and his meetings uh, uh his uh, kim kardashian the woman he's you know who's he's married to now 
Um, he, she says that, oh, we're not, he's not there to preach. He's, we're not there to do this. You know, um, you know, we're just there to have fun or whatever. I mean, that's not what the gospel is about. Amen. Yeah, exactly. The gospel is about souls being saved. We must. Should we preach against it? Of course. Is it an option? No. And it's not an option. The prophets preached against sin. The apostles, John the Baptist, the Savior himself, the Lord Jesus Christ said, the world hates me because I testify, hallelujah, of it that the works thereof are what? Evil. Evil. Amen. The works that are in this perverse world are evil and we love people. That's why we have to tell the truth. That's why we have to tell the youth the truth. And before we close now, is there is there an example that you have maybe that we before we close of, of some of the youth that you know that have come out maybe in other youth groups that have come and said, you know, um, we serve the Lord, we love the Lord, but they're they're not, of course, living up to the to what the Bible says. Oh yeah, I've seen I've seen quite a few people like that, you know. And even you know, even I mean, obviously people at school, you know, I'm not gonna name any names. <laughs> but but <laughs> but um All yeah. right. All but right. but just you know, in general they're Good just God. there's no there's even if they're not <laughs> living in outright center worldliness, you know, there's no dedication. There's just there's mm. no I don't know how to describe it, but you know Consecration. You, well right yeah, right. Because right. even if there is no, you know, outward worldliness and no sinning. You know, maybe they're living very moral lives. They're not being worldly. They're not sinning, you know. But the problem is, is that they have a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. There's no f- there's no true devout love for the Lord Jesus Christ. There's right. barely any prayer, barely any Bible reading, bar- barely any witnessing, all these things, you know. And these are mm. all facets of the one thing, love for God. So in yeah. reality, there's no love for God. They, d- they really don't have any love for God, you know. They might have, you know, people say, I love God, but it's a very shallow type of love. It's a love that basically just says thank you for my house and my car and my family, you know. But mm-hmm. a true love for God is like Jesus said, loving God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. My Amen. goodness, Praise that is, God. it consumes you, you know. Yes. Like the Apostle yeah. Paul said, Christ is our life, you know. So That's it's right. not just the shallow, you know, Amen. type of gratitude. It's it's That's a right. genuine, just all-encompassing, literally swallows Praise you God. up and makes you want to pray like crazy, Amen. read the Bible like crazy, witness like crazy, and truly be dedicated to the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's what's lacking in so many Amen. young people who are professing to be Christian today. So, Amen. Yeah. So what about, just one last thing, what about, um, about uh, if a young girl said, I believe you told me about this, uh, you somebody in your high school, she claimed to be a Christian, that she smokes marijuana, is that right? One girl was it was it that they they smoke marijuana. She says, oh, "I'm a Christian, and um, you know, but I'm you know I smoke marijuana. It's nothing wrong with that. Is that oh, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And and I mean, and so we're dealing with young people that that think that these things are okay. Yeah, you know that it's okay to smoke marijuana. So and w- marijuana is a psychotic psychotic drug, right? It's a hallucinogen. Opens your mind up to the spirit realm, spirit realm where the ancient shamans would use it to um, contact, uh, you know spirits demonic entities right and so these things are what we just stay away from the bible calls it sorcery right or witchcraft amen yeah and so anyway the bottom line is, is that the young people today amen need to hear the word of the lord unadulterated right and to hear the truth so that they could be saved and love the lord and serve him because it, the standard of holiness is no different for the youth than it is for the adult is that correct exactly right the Bible doesn't have a separate standard of holiness for the young people and said, well, you can live a little loose life and the, and the older people need to live a more holier life than you. There's nothing like that, is there? No. No, nothing like that in the Bible. It's the same standard of righteousness and holiness for everyone. Amen. Amen. Now, as we close, you know, there are some youth that are serving the Lord. Amen. And, and you know who they, you know who, who I'm talking about. Amen. Let's talk about them for a moment. What, what is their life like? 
Well, their life is different, right? Their their life is not characterized by obsession with the things of the world. It's characterized yes. by a love for God, a, a true heart to please God, you know? Yeah. And I even have one friend, you know, again, I'm not going to name any names for, you know, if they don't want to be named, but right. uh, he used himself used to be this type of Christian that we're talking about. Right. Uh, he's from Korea, and he used to be, you know, that type of youth that we're talking about now, that type of lukewarm youth, yes, and God yes. changed him. Praise God. Miraculously laid Hallelujah. his hand upon him, made Glory him have a God. true Hallelujah. love for God. Amen. And that is the type of example we need to see. He's He reads the Bible so much every day, studies the Bible like crazy every day. He even taught at our Bible study once, and that is what we need to see. And, and yes. God can do that for any lukewarm Christian. A lukewarm Christian is just as unsaved as someone in a tribe who's never heard, you know? That's right. The only difference with them is that since they've had more light, and since they know the vast majority of them probably do know what to do to right. some degree, yes. that they're going to be held more responsible. And their hearts are usually more hard because they think right. they're okay. That's so, right. But the difference is God can still God can still change them. God, yes. Jesus Christ praise is still God. mighty to save them as well. Amen. And That's right. Yeah. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. Well, praise God. God is good. Yes. Thank you for that, Isaac. Amen. And we appreciate, amen, you coming on, amen, the program. Hallelujah as usual. Amen. God is blessed you mightily, amen, and, and the Lord is using you mightily in your high school. You have a Bible study, amen, we're Bible every week, weekly, amen. God has blessed that. God is, uh, is using you to make an impact in, these, in, in this generation of youth today who unfortunately in the, in, the, in the majority of places, amen, and churches are not hearing the sound, sound gospel message of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So God bless you, son. I appreciate you. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. Love you. And we thank God for what he's doing. Amen. And if anybody who's not saved, you listen to the sound of my voice, you want to know the Lord, you can be saved. You can repent of your sin. You're believing in these lies in these, in these youth groups and these churches. You don't have to listen to those lies anymore. You can come up from among that mess and hear the word of God as, we're, as we've described today and truly surrender your life to the Lord Jesus Christ 100%. Isn't that right? Amen. Amen. And you can ask the Lord Jesus Christ into your heart to save you. He will do that. If you repent of your sin and trust him as your Savior, amen. I want to pray with you right now if you do not know the Lord. A simple prayer can't save you if you don't mean it, amen. A lot of people pray a prayer, isn't that right? And they, and they say a prayer, say this after me, and there's no change. Exactly. And there's no genuine repentance. There's no salvation, right? Exactly. But there's those who have truly repented and who have truly gotten saved, amen. And that can be you. If you truly repent, if you truly get right with God, the Lord can save you. And here's a suggested prayer. If you want to repeat after me with all your heart and truly repent and truly be saved, the Lord will save you. Amen. But a prayer itself can't save you. You've got to truly mean it sincerely unto the Lord. Amen. If you want to be saved, just say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I believe you died on the cross for my sin. I believe you rose again from the dead on the third day according to the scriptures. Forgive me my sin, Lord Jesus. I turn away from all my sin and trust you as my Savior both now and forever. I commit my life into your hands. I believe you rose from the dead, and I want you to be my Lord and my Savior, both now and forever. In Jesus' name, and by the help of the Holy Ghost, I'll live you all the days of my life. In your name, in Jesus' name, amen. Praise amen. God. If you pray that prayer, we'd like to give you send a, a free booklet, what it means to be born again, absolutely free. Just go on our website, internationaldeliveranceministries.org, and we'll send you that booklet, what it means to be born again, absolutely free. Thank God. We love you. Amen. We're praying for you. Amen. And we want to say, Isaac, want to say, God bless. God bless you. Amen. amen. God bless you. And I will say myself as well. God bless you. We love you. God bless. Praise God. Amen. Jesus just the same I'm 
just the same.